Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back to Partsy Girls. An IFS podcast. Yes, we did it. We said it right. I tried to tee you up there, so you're you, welcome. And you know what you did? Because I would have said it wrong again. You would have. Well, that's okay. Mm. You're allowed to make mistakes in this world, Natalie. Oh, wow. I Thank know. you for that permission. <laughs> you're so welcome. <laughs> Episode eight. Mm-hmm. Can you even believe it? Honestly, I can't. Uh, me neither. I'm like, this started as a little dream. Like we met and we're like, oh, actually, I think I feel like maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> maybe this is the part of me that is like, oh, of course, everyone wanted this. <laughs> but I feel like this started because people were like, oh, I would listen to you guys on a podcast. And we mm. were like, should we? Or did, am I making that up? <laughs> maybe we were like, we should do a podcast. I'm pretty sure that I think it was my idea. I think it was. And I think I was like, I know this is so crazy and ridiculous, but like, I feel like we could do a podcast. And I think you were like, I think we could. And then we started telling people and they were like, well, people, aka other IFS people in our training. And they were like, yeah, I would listen to that. And we were like, oh, my God, are we going to do this? Are we going to do it? I don't think I was. I don't. I can't imagine. I was like, yeah, we. I think we could. I probably was like, mm. you probably laughed out loud in my face first, literally for like ten minutes, <laughs> and we're like, now what? Listen to that, and then you came around. Sorry, yeah. it was just a silly little dream, and look at it us. Really now. did. Also, I'm just laughing that we're talking as if this is like our 600th episode, and we have. I was like, thinking the same thing. Listening. I'm like, this is eight. This is episode eight, and we're like, wow, we started as a small dream, <laughs> and now here we are. And now here we are. Oh but to gosh. be honest, like, I don't know. It's hard. We have busy lives. We have busy schedules. We do this just for fun. We put a lot of energy and effort into it, just like you know. And it's easy to not do that these days. So, yeah, these days being busy days. So I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us too. I was saying, you know, I was just thinking that I was saying to myself inside my head um, (laughs) um, that I feel like what, what maybe feels so like, wow, we really made it is like that we're being consistent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not that we're on like, you know, our hundredth episode, but that we are like, wow, we're consistently doing this. Like I'm proud of us for that. We are. Yeah. I love it. Go us. Mm. Go team. Go us. And we are getting closer and closer every day to having a jingle. We we are listening. We are scouting the market and we're waiting for something to speak to us. Mm, closer now than we've ever been. That's right. But not close Still, enough. Yeah, 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 Still yeah. kind of far. Yeah. Anyway, how how have you been the past few weeks, Natalie? What have you been up to? What have you been doing or listening to or reading every single day that you read? What's mm-hmm. going on in, in Natalie's world? Natalie's world. Natalie's nook. Um, no, Natalie's nest. Definitely not nest. I have been at reading as always. Yes. Um, and since we last met, mm-hmm. I have read three books. Mm-hmm. So, of which, have. of course, um, and I'll say one of them I listened to and it was horrible, awful. Like, I think it's because I was listening to it. Actually, you'll appreciate this. Oh, no, you probably won't. But mm-hmm. um, I. OK, so 
the guy it was so i really love it when they have both perspectives like okay. if like yeah. if both people who are involved yeah and so um and they each get like their perspective in chapters i love it when they do that cool. so in this case it was um a guy and a girl and the guy was uh english so Great. of course the <laughs> but he they were, in, they were in the u.s okay? okay i didn't know he was english so let me let me oh. credit for that okay. so but the thing is is he starts mm-hmm. in the audiobook and i'm like oh hmm. Mm-hmm. hmm and i'm like is he really is this really a british person doing this and mm-hmm. then Uh-oh. when he would break his character like there were uh like kids involved in the story in some, yeah. to some sense and so he would like do their voices which i i hate so Ooh, much. i know that's hard. i hate that in an audiobook and they're like eh, coach like they make it so whiny and i'm like <laughs> and so he did that but when he did that he wasn't british because he mm-hmm. they were american mm-hmm. so i was like wait a minute and i forgot to look this up until now i'm probably gonna look it up but <laughs> i was like wait he sounds like a guy mm. He yeah. sounds like the narrator of another book I listened to. Mm. And in that book, he was not British. I was like, I think he's doing a British accent and okay. it's not great. Oh, it's hard. like, it's more like, it's not that he slipped out of it where you were like, oh, mm-hmm. it, it's like too much. It was just like, he was supposed to be like, I don't even, I, it's cringy. <laughs> he's like supposed to sort of be like surly. And so he would, he would like say things like, give us um, your best surly please no. desperate to hear this please <laughs> she can't breathe I, honestly i still have it on. i could just play a little bit i still have it on my um i don't want us to like get in trouble for any copyright stuff no no so. no i'm not really gonna play it but he would be like let's see oh darling that's the word he said Ooh. so he'd be like come on hit me i can't i can't do it british man i need to all hear right it. he was like in in the way that he narrated it on, okay not my it. surly british man just do it like <laughs> oh no he was you listen you won't sing for me or do any of your accents and you want me to do a surly british man hey, you don't have to but just you know I'm he was just... like oh darling and i am just like but it wasn't even that dramatic that was pretty it was good like, it was like deeper it was like oh it was like <laughs> literally it was like do like I don't know, like, come here, darling. And I'm like, um, no, 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 no. So that was awful. Um, oh, that's funny. But then I did read a four star and a five star. So okay, there you go. It picked up from there. Picked it back up. Love that. It was just so. And then when she read and she like spoke for him, mm-hmm. she would then do like a deep, like a low like, voice. Oh, yeah. British. And I'm like, no. Annoying. Yeah. It was really annoying. That's really hard to stay focused when you're distracted by like kiddie voices and yeah, bad accents. Give me your best surly British accent. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Grace, do not leave me hanging. People want to hear. They want to hear. They don't. They do. They've told me. I just pulled everyone in my head right now and everyone says no. We're not interested. <laughs> That's weird because I just pulled everyone in my head and it was 100% yes. Oh, must be different people. Also, you know what's so funny? I'm realizing the reason it sounds like my microphone gets quieter is it's when my headphones fall out my ears a little bit and I just press them back hmm. in and now it sounds loud again. <laughs> and you're like, let me turn it oh, all the way up. That's funny. Wow. I was just complaining before we started recording that my microphone just like got really quiet all of a sudden. Then I was realizing actually my headphones are kind of hanging out my ears. <laughs> That'll do it. 
Oh God. Okay. So that's what uh, I've been doing. What have you been doing up what to? Have I been doing consuming. I have been. Oh gosh. Well, oh, I, I have. Go ahead. Go on. I have, you just asked me a question. Now thing. you're gonna sp- speak again. It's back to me. Of course. So. I want to say that I also the only other thing I've been newly watching is the Buccaneers on Apple TV Plus. Apple What's Plus that? TV. It's like a, a period drama, but mm. it's like American, not British. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, but they. I would say that that's how it was spun. Mm-hmm. But then they like go to England to be a part of the season, and then they marry these English people. But it's like how the Americans are very different than the English, and like they are. Mm. So anyway, <laughs> it's new. It's good. Okay. Took me a minute to get into on the first Apple episode. Apple TV but... usually has pretty good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You really have to watch Severance. You know oh, me. So good. You would it's like it. It's just too serious. Yeah, but it's good. Yeah. It's good. You're watching a period see. drama, but you can't watch like a really... Okay. Period drama is, is a lofty word for it. <laughs> Peer, like we'll call it. It's like, so it's, it's like calling Bridgerton heavy. Oh, is it that vibe? Yeah. Okay. Like with violins playing pop songs they only did that once i think mm. they don't want to copy bridgerton too much Fair but enough. like okay okay sorry i thought you meant like a real like period drama no. that's what you kind of that's i mean I how else it. do you refer to it i don't know i don't know great question okay back to you back to me <clears throat> well <laughs> i'm still on this well i'm still trying to slowly make my my way through some ifs which mm. well I've actually been in the level two training this week and someone else was speaking to reading that book and she was like, it took me a whole year to get through because it's pretty dense. So I was like, okay, good. I'm I'm like on track. Like that's yeah. fine. So listening to that in little bits and pieces and it's very interesting. Um, and then I've been listening to, uh, what's it called? Mm, it's called something, I forget. <laughs> really good book don't remember the name sounds like it it's like a murder mystery thing basically like the mm. woman finds out her husband's mistress is dead in their cabin that they own and he's like on trial and she's like a sexy lawyer and she's like i'll 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 represent you honey even though i'm mad at you because you cheated on me um is it right like <laughs> is it like she she's like oh i'll represent you to like screw him over or she's like no serious? she's like no one else can do it so i have to do it because i'm the best of course in this town they live in she's the best of the best so mm. she has to do it in her pencil skirts and like silk blouses <laughs> literally there's lots of reference to these pencil skirts in this book but anyway it's it's good it's pretty good so far um probably about halfway through that i'm i'm a slower slower book um consumer than you because I only yeah. listen when I'm driving. And I don't listen, really. I pretty much you just... You read. Yeah. Well, you're so, so much smarter than me. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but... <laughs> and then I have... Oh, my God. I've been watching lots. Okay. I watched the Selling Sunset reunion. I know you're not okay. watching Selling Sunset, but that was fun. Mm-hmm. And then I went to see the movie Thanksgiving yesterday. In- oh, there's a movie called Thanksgiving. Yes. Wow. Uh, oh, I'm I'm saying yes so aggressively because before we started recording, Natalie was like, "What was that movie that you saw?" And it was called Thanksgiving. Yes, uh, <laughs> it's called Thanksgiving the movie, or it's just called Thanksgiving. Anyway, it's like a thriller, thriller slasher movie. <laughs> it's like okay, it's like almost silly, but it's not. I don't think it's supposed to be silly, but it's like okay. First of all, it's Patrick Dempsey is one of the main characters, so okay. Dreamy is the local sheriff, which. That in itself is worth seeing. 
And then it's basically like, it's, it's not funny, but it's just funny how ridiculous it is. There's like a Black Friday sale on Thanksgiving and all of these people like get killed from being like stampeded on. Stampeded? Is that the plural of that word? Stampoed. Stampoed and stampeded. Probably stamped, which is, oh, okay. That is awful yeah. to imagine because everyone's trying to get their free like waffle maker or whatever you know waffle maker yeah it's literally so silly so all these people die and then the next year someone comes back to like make everyone pay because whatever they have this vengeance for what happened so there's these group of teenagers and like other people that were involved and this killer is like he sets out like a thanksgiving table with all their names and is and tags them all on instagram with a picture and is i forget what it says but it's like kind of hilarious so he basically like kills them one by one but like with thanksgiving (laughs) themed murders (laughs) what it's like so ridiculous like he he hits someone over the head with like a meat cleaver and he puts so he literally puts someone in a human side okay trigger warning if anyone doesn't like stuff like this i probably should (laughs) have said that like 10 minutes ago he literally puts someone in a human-sized oven and like covers her in butter and like brines (laughs) ew i know it's like so ridiculous that it's kind of funny. You know what I mean? It's like, it's sick, but Isn't it's also it? like kind of funny because it's like so insane and like puts her in this oven. And I was like, oh my God, that's like, has to be the worst. Like that was the, the only part of the movie where me and my husband were both like, oh my God, like that has to be the worst way to die. Um, and what then he, oven is big enough for a person? Well, he found one and or made it. I don't know. And then he takes her out and puts her on the Thanksgiving table and like tries to get the people to like eat sorry okay i should probably end here it's my mouth is the wide open that's yeah wow yeah it's really shocking so um and then there's like a twist at the end and whatever so it's like you know it's like fun casual like you know upbeat movie (laughs) upbeat yeah i'm totally joking it's kind of like it's like silly but anyway that's what i saw yesterday and it was it was fun i really like scary movies and i can never convince myself to go and see them so i was like today's the day Mm. he was into it so that is like that sort of is giving like um seven you know that movie he with the body with the with the it's like the seven deadly sins thing? or something oh. oh i don't know i didn't see it but it's like <laughs> <laughs> oh i didn't see it you know that movie that i didn't see part of well it? i i, I mean saw it I th- I knew of it. I think I saw a scene, and then Jake recently watched it. Isn't seven with like Will Smith or something? And then is that's like seven pounds or something? Oh, okay. there's two. Okay, this one's a little bit older, it. and it's like someone like a killer is using. He's like killing people for using each one of the like quote unquote seven deadly sins, Ooh. like gluttony and whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of that silly vibe, you know. I don't think it's silly. I think it's like just it's awful. silly because it's so unrealistic. Because it's like, so disgusting. Because he's walking around with like a pilgrim outfit on as a murderer. <laughs> and it's just like so outrageously silly. But do you know what? I I see those things and I'm like, the reason I cannot watch those is I'm like, this this really isn't that like people are okay, let's disturbed. Not. Let's what? Not. Let's not even taint our brains into thinking that this is something that can or will happen okay it could but let's <laughs> pretend it can't it's not tainted it, it like, i don't want to go there 
Okay. I have parts of me that want to just enjoy my silly little movie and okay. pretend that nothing that tragic would ever happen, even though the world is literally filled with tragedy in every corner. All right. Forever, I'll, uh, so. I'll honor the the needs of that part right now. Just allow my um, avoidant part to avoid. Sure. Sure. <sighs> I mean, is it really going to be different than my parts that like will only watch like rom-coms that are no, like, oh, this must be true. <laughs> but I think this would happen to me a bit more of a dose of reality. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I can't watch those things if I imagine it to be real in any way. Like, and the I think only that's way what... I can watch with it is with like totally dissociating from reality. And I think that's why I can't watch them. <laughs> yeah. Because I like any serious movies. I'm like, I think that's why I can't watch them because I'm mm. not. Yeah. Mm-mm. I yeah. have like it, I a part like I have a part that just makes it real. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? It was giving like Final Destination vibes. I see. I never That's watched those of energy. Of course imagine. you didn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, but I know what they are. I know the, I know the, just know, like the so insane. But then I'm yes. saying insane and I'm like, now I would never get LASIK because I wouldn't want my eyeball to be burned off and I'll never drive behind a, a, a truck filled with logs. Forget that. You can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what part's coming up for you right now, Natalie? <laughs> I'm saying that. I mean, I like, can see yes. the anxious part. But also, yeah, I mean, I, I don't like, like I have, the, even without seeing those movies, I have parts that are like, oh, should we not draw? Like, what? If? It's my, it's my like OCD, like harm OCD part that's yeah. like, what if this happens and I die? What if a log slip? So I don't need to watch the movies to get, get like freaked out. Totally. Like I'll freak myself out. Yeah, because- like I'm already there. Literally, like I will anything, anything will come up, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what if that happens? And then they're no, mm-mm. yeah. So I cannot I take in extra content that yeah. is only going to fuel those parts. And I love that you have decided that that just won't work for you. <laughs> That's amazing. You take care of your system. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Okay, before we move to too much IFS stuff, I'm also curious if you how you feel about Taylor Swift's. Uh, He's the guy in the Chiefs on the something. I thought you'd never, never ask. How did you feel about Coming that? Coming straight home like to it? me. I Before I comment on, on this, uh, you know, that'll take the rest of our time. Uh, I'm giving you a one minute window. <laughs> okay. I want to say that I did look up the narrator for that book and he is okay. actually British. Oh my gosh. Okay. Shocked. Interesting. Anyway. Interesting. Um, I was going to say that. I was like, maybe he's doing an American accent for all the other ones. Maybe, but he sound he's got a good accent either. Like if it's if he's not American, he's got a good American accent. Okay, great. Good for so, him. So I think in regards to sixty seconds. Ready? Okay. Oh, stop. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, cute. the guy in the Chiefs coming straight home to me. Oh. I I think it's cute. I think, yeah, you know, sure. like she just is I feel like she's like in a different liter like an era, if you will, a different oh. era for her right now. She's like <laughs> She's, she's never really that open. Yeah. yeah, she well, she's just never really that open about her relationships, and mm-hmm. so for her to be like on a stage in front of mil- like I don't know millions. hundreds of thousands, millions of people, <laughs> technically millions. it's millions because people are seeing it online. True. So it's she true. knows literally everyone will see this, even yeah. people who aren't fans, and she's like, "I'm doing it anyway." Oh, and so it's cute. like that just feels so fun that she's like, "Oh, I'm tired of like fighting." Yeah, like whatever. Like she's still going to keep her relationship private, but like she's doing things that are like fun for her when you're like newly dating someone. And I don't know. I yeah. just think it's cute. Cute. Love that. So good for her. Good for them. Hope they're happy. <sighs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Very cute. My whole TikTok feed is is filled with stuff. So I'm sure. Yeah. 
Blocking. Mine would be if I had one. But instead, oh. my Google feed is. So, you know. <laughs> Even your search history. <laughs> <laughs> my search history that pro- that uh, informs my Google feed. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I guess. Is that enough chit chat? I mean, we could. Yeah. You, you mean, Natalie, we could chit chat forever. <laughs> but should we give the people what they want? Let's give the people what people, they quote, came quote. for. What they came for. Okay. Mm. What the- this is what you came for. <sighs> yeah. I'm also so, just can I have a total random side note thought? Always. Not related to anything at all. But I was just thinking today, like, you know, you can't see me because this is a podcast. You can see me, but no one else can. And I, I think I what did I refer to myself as a swamp monster? That's like the energy that I'm giving off today. And I did have a thought the other day where I was like, oh, maybe we should record and do those cute little TikTok videos of like the conversations back and forth and do like a Partsy Girls pod TikTok. And then I was like, oh my God, that would mean that I would have had to like shower this morning mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, not look like this. And I just don't know if I'm able to commit to that. But I do have parts of me that mm. want to do cute little TikTok videos. Well, that was it. <laughs> I ha- <laughs> That's all I had to say. <laughs> I have had the same thought because you mentioned it. I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, maybe we will one day. And I thought, oh my gosh, that means because I also show up looking like <laughs> in reference, like Mondays are typically my hair wash days. So you can imagine Minor what Sundays. Su- yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sunday so you can imagine what Sunday looks like. Yep. So I'm like, oh, I'd have to just redo things. And so yeah. And then I'm like, so I've had the same thought of like, I can't, no one wants to see this. And then, and then I, but I hear you say it and I'm like, why is it? Cause I also had a part that was like, oh, I'd have to change my background and make it look more aesthetically pleat. And I'm like, like, why? Literally why? Yeah. I mean, but then, yeah, I'm not putting this on the internet, but that's my work to do. That's a part. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I just am like, um, but then I have a part that's like, well, you know that it's not going to get no one's going to watch if it doesn't look like if you don't look if nice not and your background doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Including the people, which is so fucked up, but it is, you know, and uh, I, I always, I have to tell myself too. I'm like these people who, um, are doing these like gorgeous, aesthetically pleasing podcast background. Like that is literally what they do full time. A lot of the time. So, mm-hmm. you know, like I have, yeah, I have a friend that I went to college with. weren't that good friends, but I know who he is and his podcast recently blew up and like, it's so fun and they have like cool like costumes on and stuff all the time and i'm like i'm pretty sure that's all that they're doing so like of course you know like of course they can do that so we're okay to just be in our swamp monster gorgeous we are and you know what number one i can't imagine doing this full time number two (laughs) like can you imagine the late we don't even (laughs) for people who don't honestly people who don't Mm -hmm. know we don't even edit this podcast we don't we just hop on and we and we gab and then we hop off so I mean, I do a little bit more than that because I do a lot of the heavy right, lifting. You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Just, I had a part that wanted to say, you know, some of us actually do spend okay. a little bit more time. But like maybe only like 30 extra minutes. <laughs> the heavy lifting she's referring to is Grace is the one who handles <laughs> all of our social media and all of the mm. posting of the pod. And I download so the she- podcast and I upload it and I name it. Yeah. 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 Do you want to tell us more about like what you do that I don't do? Or <laughs> you know what, Natalie? I've got to get it where I can. Got to get it where I can. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You do a great job. I'm so thankful to have you. you. So you're talking about a TikTok, and I'm like, hmm, that would be on you. It so really, sure it would a, be. I would do it if you asked me to because yeah. it would, you'd be the one like yeah. suffering. Maybe one day. Like maybe one day. Maybe one day. Maybe you know what? I did have a friend offer. She said, well, you know, when you want someone to run your social media. 
in your TikTok. I mean, if it's, she's going to do it for free, I'm in. Like, we, if we could just send the video and then she can cut and chop us up and post our TikToks, I'm in. Audrey, I'm talking about you. Audrey. <laughs> Audrey Skipper. <laughs> That's not really okay. her name. Skipper. Anyway, is that her Instagram? Oh, I shouldn't say that in case everyone starts to follow her. Everyone, all her fans across the globe. <laughs> okay, that's not her Instagram name. Oh, God, that's funny. Skippy, be our TikTok manager. Okay, I mean, all right, on to the IFS account. I meant account. account. <laughs> we are just living and laughing and loving today. Yeah, we are. Okay, to, to the IFS world we go. Yeah. Whoosh. Whoosh. Um, Speaking of, no, I, I won't help you. Okay. Don't help me. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So last, if you didn't listen to the last um, podcast episode, we, Grace, so graciously, uh, gracious Grace, she let me um, map her system. So she was vulnerable and courageous enough to kind of let you guys uh, get a little sneak peek into more of her. And yeah. And so we did that so that we can kind of show you the process of what it looks like to connect with a part. So now, today, so if you didn't hear that and you want to, <laughs> or if you didn't hear it, go listen. And <laughs> if you're kind of listening to this and you're like, oh, maybe I need some context, then yeah. go back and seven. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so today we're kind of going to talk about the uh, logistics, I guess, if you will. The like, mm-hmm. why did I do what I did last time? Yeah. Last episode. How do you know what to say and when to say it and what questions to ask and what map are you following? Mm-hmm. Perfect lead in into. Do you want to start us off with the <laughs> what map are we following? <laughs> this is what it would be like cute to have a TikTok because then this little cute emoji could pop up and a map could be like dancing in the corner and it would be like, where's the map? Like on Dora. Exactly. Map, 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 map. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But alas, here we are. Mm-hmm. Um. Should I go through just the first one? Do you want to say them all and then start from the top or what What feels right? Let's give them all of these six Fs. And we six all know that F is, is in Foxy Mama. F is in Foxy um, Mama. So yeah, six Fs. Okay, beautiful. So should I just say them or should we say what they are? I mean, we just kind of said what they are. They're basically just words that have been condensed um, into six Fs to make it easy for folks who are working with parts and systems to follow, to know what to do. Um, should I just read them in order? Number one. Mm-hmm. Find. Find. Number two. Focus. Or, well, yeah, focus. Number three. Feel. Num- that was number three. <laughs> How hard is it to read a list of six words? You, yeah, you really, you're really going <laughs> number four. Like you're drawing bingo letters. Apparently, very slowly. I'm trying to give people a chance to guess them if they want to. Um, okay. <laughs> number one, find. Number two, focus. Number three, feel. Number four, befriend, which is actually a B, but, mm. you know, IFS lets us call that as an F, befriend. Number five, find out or flesh out depending on who you ask. And number six, fears and concerns. Mm. There they are. Now, because that will make no sense to you, uh, you listener who may yeah. not know anything about IFS, uh, yep. let's break it down. Let's break it down. So find. <laughs> Our energy is funny today. I don't know why it's giving me the giggles. Literally, I, I feel like before this, we hosts. were like, literally before this, we were like, oh, we're so tired. And then she hits record and we're like, hey, <laughs> welcome to our podcast. <laughs> ready to party. 
So, um, yeah, so find. Well, I mean, how are you going to work with the part if you can't find it? Exactly. So, so this is yeah. the first step to really identify, just identify that a part is showing up at all. Or once you as the clinician or whatever have heard, okay, maybe this is a part. Then we want to ask questions to help the client locate that part. Um, do you want, you want me to say more about that or do you want to say more about that? Uh, yeah, you go ahead. Um, so <laughs> I don't know why I'm I'm just giggly girl today. Mm. Um, so find and usually some ways we might ask this is either how do you experience this part or where do you feel that part in or around your body? So if mm. someone is like, um, you know, oh, I just every time I have to go to work, I just have this like so much anxiety and like it's driving me crazy and I don't know how to get over it. We might say, okay, how do you experience it? Well, it feels like, you know, like either tension in my hands or in my jaw, I feel this tension. Or if they don't know how they experience it, we might say, where's the part in or around your body? And there's a million different answers to that, which is one of the things that I think is important to remember is everyone's system shows up differently. So someone might say, oh, it's like a green energy field out to my left. Or someone might say, oh, it's like a squishing feeling in my upper chest or it could be just a million different things so Mm. or someone could say oh it's just this repetitive thought that I'm having over and over that I have to go to work I have to go to work and I don't want to so Mm. finding the part is the first step yeah and you know I think I think the way I asked it um whenever I in our last episode was like where do you find this part in or around your body and so I think the reason like when, when I first learned this I was like Around, I'll probably just cut out the around your body and ask like, oh, yeah. where, where do you notice this part in your body? Yeah. And so, um, but I, I think it's really important actually to keep, I, I learned that it's really important mm-hmm. to keep in like, where do you notice it around your body? Because <clears throat> um, sometimes like people... Like I have a lot of clients who will end up having, like we're talking about like polarizations, which we haven't gotten to here, but you know, we will eventually, um, of like parts that just are polarized from each other. Like they have different feelings, thoughts, opinions, whatever. And so they will often use the like angel devil thing, like on your shoulder. And so it's helpful because sometimes people need like, um, a visual outside of their body to really connect with the part and really know like, Oh, this is a part of me. Yeah. And sometimes it's helpful, um, to also ask like, where is it in your body? Because like, if you're experiencing anxiety mm-hmm. and like, you know, that anxiety always shows up in your chest, like it starts feeling tight or maybe your heart starts to race. Like the more that you can track, um, the more that, you know, because then like, if you find the part there and you name it mm-hmm. the next time that you're feeling like that tightness or in your or tension in your chest, then, you know, like, Oh, here's my anxious part. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's really, you know, important to leave it really vague so that not vague, but really open yeah. so that people can just experience their parts as they naturally do. Yeah. But also for a bit of, um, like, you know, mapping so that you can know where to find this part next time if it mm-hmm. comes up or how to work with it if you need to in the future. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. And I have a part that wants to say <laughs> an anxious part may or may not, may, and I know you're not saying this, but it may or may not always show up in the same place or with sure. the same intention. Like they can shift. Cause I, I do have a few clients who are like, well, usually I feel anxious <laughs> right here. And like, that's not what's happening. And like, it just can be, it can just change all the time. The, the mm-hmm. true, um, really, a true quality that we need is to just like be open to whatever, however parts show up is, yeah. is how they do. 
Um, and I, I learned something, I don't know when or where, but something that is a helpful reminder too, is like in or around your body can also include your head or your brain, right? So it can be like, people can be like, oh, I just like feel it in my head. I'm just like thinking. That's fine. It's a part mm-hmm. two. It doesn't have to be like a deep somatic experience in your gut or whatever. It can just be, well, I just have a thought. Yeah. It's in your mm-hmm. body. Yeah. And I, I mean, I feel like we kind of, um, really set that up for like the next one, which is to focus on it, which is like, essentially, where do you find it? And so it could just be, it could be multiple parts. Like I'm feeling it in my stomach, my chest, my head. It could Mm -hmm. be one part, like it's right here in my chest. I have a really clear picture. And then um, from there, it's like, um, usually the way that I'll say it is like, oh, you know, what do you notice about this part? Like, are there Mm -hmm. any emotions or thoughts or sensations or visuals that come up? So Again, like we are really just focusing on it, trying to learn everything we can about yeah. how this part shows up for you, what it looks like, how it feels, mm-hmm. all the things. So we we really just get curious focusing on it so that yeah. you can have um or really so that we can have like uh, a better understanding of yeah, all that we can about this part. Yeah, absolutely. And I think something that's really helpful about this step that I've realized now, the deeper I go into my training is my therapist really does a lot of like how big it is what color is it what shape is it like she does a lot of like the visual piece and I think that for me that really helps um either as like just a reflective human and or as a therapist I have such an intense figure it out part that's like well I know the anxiety is here and I know why it's here and I can already make sense of it I don't need to go inside and be curious but when I'm able to like really be with the part and be like well it kind of looks like a green triangle then I'm I'm shifting away from the part in my head that thinks it knows everything about this part and really shifting into like curiosity and learning about the part from the part itself, as opposed to what I think I know about it. Mm. Yeah. And I really love that because I think a lot of people have that figure it out part of like, because there's this almost like this mentality of um, if I can understand it, then I Mm -hmm. can fix it. Yeah. <laughs> and AKA get rid of it. And That's so if I, if I, yeah. So if I know, yeah, I said mentality, but it's a part. So if I know why, like I have clients all the time, you're like, if I know why it's here, yeah. then I can basically know what to do with it. And yeah. into some degree, to some degree, that's that's where we're going of like, oh, sure. why are you here? Where'd this come from? But but not with an agenda of like, so that I can fix it, get rid of mm-hmm. it. Uh, yeah help it you know whatever yeah um and so i love the like the true like genuine curiosity of Mm -hmm. really focus on it because i think you're right like there there is quite a shift from when we are when we have a part that's leading the like find it focus on it versus when our self-energy is leading that finding it and focusing on it. Like you said, it gives us a chance to actually hear directly from the part about the part instead of the, you know, this bird's eye view of the part that's like, I can manage the whole system and tell you about everything. Yes, totally. Totally. Cause I often hear clients say like, there's always sometimes in session, there's an invitation to go inside, right? Like, okay, like here we are again. We have this like really anxious feeling. I don't know why we're just talking about anxiety today. Kind of tracks mm-hmm. for us. Um, <laughs> we have this really anxious part, and you know, should we, 
you know, should we go inside and like be with this part and see like what's what's coming up for it? And so often it's like, well, I already know, like I already know why it's there. And it's really this like offering of like, yes, and the way that we can really, really help these parts settle or soften or feel better is by being internally curious in self-energy, not just being like, I already know, go away. Mm-hmm. So that's why we focus on it. And we also like look for how the parts like responding to you or us putting our attention on it. That's mm. a big part of like focusing on it. How's it responding? Is it shy? Is it excited? Is it running away? Is it in like a lot of times people will share like it's not really communicating or it is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And really, I kind of love that this does feel at least it feels like so seamlessly flowing into one or the other of like what you mm-hmm. would naturally want to know next because what yeah. you what you just said um not about how it feels but before that of like um i forgot your exact what wording. did i say what did you say just 30 <laughs> seconds ago Couldn't recall. um yeah something something along the lines of like um <laughs> I'm really setting this up for number three, but like all of the lines of like, how do you feel towards it? Like if you're yeah. noticing you have parts that want to get rid of it or figure it out yeah. or whatever, as you get closer to it, mm-hmm. that's why we, that's why the third F is feel. How do yeah. you feel towards this part? Yeah. Because then that also helps us like kind of establish how much self-energy is actually here. Yeah, totally. Such a critical piece of this. Like I'm trying, I think sometimes because we're so in this, it's easy for us to just like chit chat and go really quickly and I'm finding myself like slow down here a little bit and pause and say like say we're working with this anxious feeling in our chest and what the client is like you know we say how do you feel towards it and the client's like I just want it to go away I'm so annoyed I'm sick of doing this work all the time we ask that question because that answer gives us information as to whether self is present self-energy is present or if another part is present and if you remember our lovely episode on self, all of those um, kind of negative or critical opinions of the anxious part would indicate that another part is present and mm. not self. And in this example, it's a part that doesn't want to have anxiety anymore, which, you know, doesn't want the system to have anxiety anymore, which makes sense. And we can't move forward working with a part if we are blended with a critical other part. Mm. Right. Yeah, to and explain so, it gets so abstract, but I hope that's yeah. Sense. To I'm gonna break that down just a little bit of yeah. the um. You said like it's hard to get to know it if we're blended with a critical part, and since we yeah. haven't really talked about being blended with the part yet, yeah. Essentially, all that means is um. It's like if I was talking to my anxious part, and Grace was like, "Oh, how do you feel towards that part?" And mm-hmm. I said. I hate it. Like, uh, I just want it to go away. It slows me down. It holds me back. Like it, it doesn't make me feel good. Yeah. And, um, and so then grace would know like, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm saying I, instead of, Oh, I have a part that doesn't like it. So yeah. if I'm saying like, I feel this way about the anxious part, then that tells me I'm, um, I'm very blended with some, some like critical part that wants this, wants the anxious part to go away yeah. because the self doesn't want any part to leave. Mm-hmm. It has truly the most, um, like honorable, um, it, like I don't what's the like hope I guess honorable mm-hmm. like it. It really honors every part, and so yeah. Yeah. there is no. Um, it has like in all the eight C's. You can go back and listen to the episode on self if you want, but mm-hmm. it really does hold every part having compassion and knows why it's here. It connects to it. It has clarity. And so when that is present, 
there isn't any criticism. Yeah. And so we know that if there is any, any, any amount of, oh, I just wish it were gone. Yeah. Then we know that we must be blended with a part that feels so much like who we are because this part is wrapped up in the way we're seeing our system. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love that description. And so maybe in another episode, we'll talk about what we would do if another part was, was blended as we're trying to get to know another part. (laughs) How Mm -hmm. many times can we say part in one episode? Right. Um, but for simplicity, let's say we check in and we say, how do you feel towards the part? And the answer is, you know, oh, just interested, curious, you know, wanting to get to know it, compassionate, feeling tender towards it. If it's anything kind of open and either neutral or positive, then we would kind of keep on exploring because we know that self-energy, enough self-energy is present to keep getting to know this part. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Which... Then, I mean, honestly, this is you're like really teeing it up every time. I, you know, it's not, it's not, not on purpose. <laughs> I feel like exactly, like yeah, just what you just said is like. Then we know we have enough self energy to to really get to know it, and that's when we move to befriending, befriend, really befriend, when we really can check in with uh, how do we feel towards it, and we're able to get honest about that and gain some insight about it. Yeah, then we can maybe work on then we ask that part to step back if if any part has any criticism or hate Mm -hmm. or frustration or uh, impatience or whatever yeah we ask that part like hey you know can we have a little bit of space to which Mm -hmm. I think I did this when we were working with your system I I don't remember yeah I think I had a part that came in that was like hey you should be more open you're a therapist like you shouldn't want to hide all these other parts behind a door can you hear me you just looked like you were shocked oh Natalie's listening to something going on. No, literally in my house. <laughs> it's the Pilgrim Killer. Stop, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are you okay? Do you need to take? So a I have no, no, no. So I'll tell you what happened. So I have uh, my like noise canceling headphones on, and mm-hmm. so, but I thought I heard something, mm-hmm. and I was like. Uh, shit someone's in my house and I took my headphone <laughs> off at the pilgrim killer and it was Siri because of oh. work, not Siri. what's her name Alexa because of yeah. course it was course. and um and then I didn't hear anything I was like oh whew, I was going crazy and then I heard her talking I was like oh I wasn't crazy and then uh anyway so I don't know it was what just Alexa yeah I don't know what she heard but that to be like zoned into this yeah Talking in my house when I know no one's home was very. And this is a moment where I wish we had the TikTok so people could have yes. seen that live because yeah. that was pretty remarkable from my end. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so uh, Natalie yeah. was working with a part in our last episode of mine that was like, I don't want to let all these vulnerable parts be shown on a podcast where everyone can listen. And as we were working with that part, another one came in. And I kind of felt it over my left shoulder that was like, hey, you should be more open. You're a therapist. Like you believe in this stuff. And so instead of just pr- proceeding with the one that we were originally working with, Natalie took a minute to to hear from the one that was kind of peeking over my shoulder and asked if that part needed anything so that we could keep kind of moving on. Mm. Yeah. And this this might be, I don't know if it's getting in too deep, but we'll kind of give both layers up. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Um, um, <laughs> like that's a point, right? So if in that situation, like that part of Grace who uh, like stepped in and I was like, okay, I see. Like we're not going to go around and protect her ever. Mm-hmm. And so if they come up, we're going to respond to them. Yeah. And if if I 
if I'm like, okay, can you ask that part for some space? And so we can stay with the initial part we started working with. So in this example would be the anxiety part, the one we've been Mm -hmm. talking about this episode. And if that part says, no, I will not. And it does that. Like they absolutely will say, I will not give space. Like I don't, I don't like that part. And no, I'm not going to step back and have any compassion Mm -hmm. when that happens. We just pivot to that part and we say, okay, like her, you're not moving back. So let's work with you. And then you start over with the F's. Where do you find this part in your body? Can we focus on it? How do you feel towards it? (laughs) I'm just laughing because we were just like, we'll talk about unblending. We'll talk about what happens. The part won't step back in another episode. And then now we're just just going. (laughs) Oh, right, right. (laughs) Because there's so much. Like, how do you you separate it? I know. I just want it to be like clear. Like, I know. Do this. No, it's okay. Don't feel like you shouldn't be doing it. We're all learning together. I just want to make sure that we're being clear, which I think we are. Yeah. Uh, so we'll save that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so if another part comes in, you may need to pivot and work with that one. If not, you can kind of proceed with befriending whichever part you're intending to. Yeah. So yeah, befriending is really, uh, maybe we've said everything and the Alexa thing kind of threw me off, but um, <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. I don't yeah, think we so, even started befriending, really. Oh, perfect. So I think befriending is so like this is when I'm working with either one of my own parts or, you know, with a client, mm-hmm. this is where I really start to see a shift. Yeah. And yeah, and like we have softened. There is self energy. There's mm-hmm. compassion. There's like really like a, a connection is being made in a way there wasn't before. Like before yeah. it was like, oh, here's this part that's distant, separate from me. Yeah. And then I'm getting a little closer as I'm focusing on it. And then I have, mm-hmm. and then I'm honest about how I feel towards it, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. And then we really start to say like, oh, like, can you, can you really, really see this part? Can we have some tenderness towards it? Mm-hmm. And I just think this is where so much of the shift can happen. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And like when self is present in these moments, it's, yeah, it's really beautiful. And it's really like the system just really starts to like intuitively know what needs to happen and what needs to come next. And so befriending questions might be like, um, you know, how are you feeling towards this part? And if someone's like, oh, just like so compassionate, like I see that it's been by itself for so long. And we might say, can you let this part know that? Can you really let it feel the compassion you're having for it. And it's really just about like having the part feeling cared about from you yourself energy. Um, And if it trusts you or not, those are some hurdles that we may have to overcome. Sometimes it's like, it's not quite sure it's feeling skeptical. And then we might need to ask, you know what the part needs to feel safer. I had a part once that was like, it felt like it was standing out in the middle of like, a coliseum and everyone was looking at it and it was like oh, i don't know if i want to be out here and i was like internally the question was like what you know my therapist had asked what might the part need and i was like oh, it just wants to go into the side room with you by itself so it's not like being watched by everyone so we just did that in my brain we went into this little side room where the part wasn't feeling as exposed and kind of got to know each other there um, mm. so it's like so many things can happen in this step and usually it's just trusting that the system knows what it needs. Mm. Which like, yeah, I, I think it's, I love what you said. Like, this is the, this is where I feel like you really start talking to the part even more. Like when you're like, Oh, can you let it know that? 
And then that like bond becomes a bit more like natural rather than like, oh, let it know. Like I'll find that too. Sometimes it's like, oh, I already am. Like I'm like, oh, can you let it know? And it's like, yeah, I just did. And so then it's like, yeah, that like bond becomes much more natural, not as forced. But then I also like you, I don't want to skip over befriend too quickly, but you, um, like you again, really kind of set it up for one of the things that we want to figure out is you're like, Oh, what's it afraid of? And you're like, Oh, it just wants to go into a room with just you mm-hmm. because it was afraid of being seen. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the, is it okay to go on to the next one? Are well, you- I guess like w- the fear isn't, wasn't a fear of like anything other than just being able to be witnessed by self, which I feel like a fear parts fears that it holds about like external stuff is a bit different than this piece. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it didn't want to be witnessed by by yourself. Yeah, like it didn't okay, want to okay, be. Okay. No, 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 like it was like it didn't want to be witnessed by all the other parts. I'm assuming, and like it was just like it just felt exposed, so it wasn't okay. going to let self. It wasn't going to let me get to know it mm-hmm. in the Colosseum that it imagined that it was in. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was like, can we go somewhere else and do it? And sure, totally with you. Yeah, yeah. and then that fear was like a bit different. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think part of this part of this f this befriending um is like how like how much it trusts you and and again like what you might need to do to help it trust you and one of those is like updating which is Mm -hmm. like does this part know how old you are how old does it think you are and you can let it know there's just so many there's so many things here so i guess you know we're kind of trying to keep it just the basics for now but we can always go more into that if and when it feels helpful and then yeah teeing you up sis what comes next? So, <laughs> um, yeah. So then we want to know, like, once you really establish trust, because in the same way, like you think about an actual person that, you know, like a friend or family member or whoever, and you're connecting with them, like it takes time to build rapport, it takes time to build trust and relationship before they're going to tell you like some of the more vulnerable things about themselves. So kind of the same thing with your part, like you really have to get close, connect to it, spend some, be patient, be mm-hmm. present with it. Yeah. And then when you check in and you say, okay, like, wait, I know you so well now. Like mm-hmm. I've got, like, I got it. I understand you. You make sense to me. Like I really see you. Yeah. So now, now that I know all of that, it almost feels like, oh, okay, great. Like we could, we could just live much more harmoniously. Like yeah. now I'm like, okay, wait, what are you? Oh, we moved to find out. I skipped ahead way too much. So no, that's right. We didn't get to flush it out. This find out is next. I know, but I was thinking about fears, concerns being next. Oopsie. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so find out. Yeah. So. <laughs> so yeah, we're doing a really yeah. good job today, everyone. We're doing it. <laughs> we're making it really clear, really simple. <laughs> so essentially, what I was saying still tracks. So when you have enough of a relationship, then you can find out even more. Yeah, and so then you can start to ask way more questions because they trust you, and they're like, yeah. okay, like I know, like I know that you see me. I know that you are here for me, and so now, like when you ask me things, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. And so this is kind of where, like, um, I mean, there are so many questions we can ask and find out. Yeah, there are. And this is this 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 F is really about trying to understand why and when the part shows up when it does, what it's trying to do for you. Um, just like, do you have to just like make more sense of it, orient it in like time and place in your system, almost like how how old is it? How old does it think you are? What job is it doing? Um, Lots and lots and lots of questions can come up here. And yeah, 
Yeah. So I think a really like a pivotal one where I feel like we also, we usually will find out a lot of information is how old is this part? Can you, Mm -hmm. and then really, again, because you have established that relationship, you don't have to guess. So it's really like, Hey, can you ask the part? Um, like, yeah, how old is it? And, and it's, it's interesting. Usually, at least in my experience, this is, this is generally pretty clear. Mm-hmm. Which I find to be so interesting that the so part is interesting. Like, yes. It immediately will say five. Yep. I remember like, the first I, time this happened for me as a client, and I was like, "What in the world is going?" Literally, my therapist was like, "How old is the part?" And I was like, "I think it's 12. <laughs> and she was like, "Okay, then it's 12. And I was like, I "Remember leaving and talking to my husband and being like, "Oh my god, I was doing this weird like hypnotist hypnotizing thing. I didn't know anything <laughs> about IFS back then. Like, I'm being hypnotized, and she asked me this part." age and it just told me and it's like so wacky that it just mm-hmm. happens but it, it if it feels true like clients will say like I feel like it's seven and I don't know why and it's kind of weird and I'm like then it's set, like that's your intuition mm-hmm. and it's correct and you know I've never really made this connection before but I love that I just made it in my head so <laughs> it is like one of the things and not you you don't just do IFS work with people who've experienced trauma uh, mm-hmm. by any means like IFS is literally for all of us no matter what but yeah. Um, when people experience trauma, one of the things that it, that it interrupts is like our ability or impacts, I guess, is our ability to trust ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like when we experience trauma, we lose the, uh, like we can't trust our, our feelings or our thoughts or our decisions all the time. And this varies person to person, obviously, but there is so much of the, um, yeah, so much trust is broken with ourselves. And yeah. so it's like the doubting, the gaslighting with ourselves, yeah. the second guessing, the which is where a lot of the anxiety and the overthinking protectors come in. Yeah. And so really hearing you say like, um, I get what I don't know. Why am I forgetting exactly what you're saying? We're just so excited. We're just we really running. are. And so um, anyway, like not knowing, like feeling surprised that Oh, no, no, no. I remember. Okay. (laughs) So hearing you say, shut up. You don't have it. (laughs) You can't help me. (laughs) Natalie's show. Okay. I'm just kidding. That's too far. I'm sensitive. I know. Uh, (laughs) We're going to have to talk about that after we stop recording. We're going to have to have a repair off screen. No, maybe. Uh, (laughs) I'm kidding. Am I? Anyway. Okay, so when our when our ability to trust ourselves is um, impacted negatively, yeah. <laughs> another word for that. So, and then for it to be pretty miraculous for us to say, like immediately, I trust myself. It's twelve, and so to think that. about like the wounding that comes from our um, the disconnection from ourselves and our yes. uh, like natural instinct or our intuition that that mm-hmm. gets broken, mm-hmm. and then. We go in, we do this work, and that intuition is just like constantly being formed and like yes. knit back together. It's just right there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like if you if you really ask the parts, that intuition is there because they're speaking. Yeah. Totally. And so when you say, like, yeah, how old is this part? They know because it's not you doing the work. It's like, I mean, it is, but it's like not present you. It's yeah. past you that has lived in your system, lived in your body and in your mind this yeah. whole time, waiting for it to be heard and waiting for it to be known and waiting for its needs to be met. And now here it is. And so when you ask, like, it will tell you because it's been there all along because it's a part yeah. of you. Yeah. 
I want to just pause there and like let that sink in for a second because I feel like we both have really excited parts about IFS and we want to get all the information out there and we're moving really quickly and I feel like that is such like a profound and important piece of this work that you're saying like really this disconnection with your own system whether it's self or parts or whatever it is this I like sometimes think of IFS as like it's a road like back home to ourselves right and like what you're pointing Mm -hmm. at is like it's all in there we've just had experience that's separated us from our own intuition and our own parts but it's all right there whenever you're ready and able and willing to um, reopen those lines of communication and like there is a way back and I feel like that's so exciting and healing and Mm. yeah I'm just glad that you described it in that way and I want to let that sink in for everyone because it was beautiful a moment of silence. <laughs> moment of silence, please. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, this work is beautiful and uh, yeah. Yeah. So, and really, I think, you know, especially in the finding out part, like it is so, and this work in general, like it's so open. Yeah. There's not something like I w- I think I started, you know, by saying that the asking how old it is really points to a lot. Yeah. Um, But, and we can kind of get into a bit more why of like, you know, what happens what happens after the six steps? Like, you know, where do we go from here? Like we'll get into that, but, um, but there is no right or wrong, bad or good question. It's, it's literally just like, you have to tap into that curiosity, which can only come when you really are with yourself and with the part instead of, uh, being like operating from a part that has to figure it out and get to know it. Because when you're operating out of that part, you will get stuck. Like yes. you won't, you won't go very far 100%. because the part knows like, th- no, they don't care. Yeah. This isn't self. This is just an yeah. agenda. And I think that's why so much of our work as IFS therapists is doing our own parts work in and mm-hmm. outside of session. Because if you're the clinician in the room and you're not in self, then, you know, the client isn't going to be able to, to access that either. So, yeah. <sighs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, and also like I'm finding wanting to say here, like parts can be any age or like infinitely like, you know, there's so, there's so much, we are not doing a full IFS training here. So there's so much that we're going to miss, but like parts can be any age, any gender, like any, they can be inanimate. It can be so many different things. So, um, that's when the openness is important. Cause like truly like whatever the client says, if they're in self is like correct. Mm yeah and um i guess to kind of move to the very last piece of the six f's is like we really want to know like what are you afraid will happen if you stop doing what you've always done for me so this anxious part that that we've been the example we've been using is like it's anxious for a reason like it operates the way it does for some reason and so we work all the way through we find out how long it's been doing this why it started why it felt like that was the best um you know, uh, way to navigate the, the world, world at took, that yeah. moment. Yeah. And then like, um, what is it afraid might happen mm-hmm. if it stops? Like, what is it concerned will happen to you? Because the thing is, is these protectors are there for you yeah. solely. Yeah. So we really want to know, like, what are you afraid of? Yeah. If you stop. Yeah. What might happen if you weren't here doing this job all day, every day or whatever, every time this happens, if you weren't here, what's the worst what is the biggest fear of what could happen to Natalie or Grace or whatever the system? Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's really important because like that is what keeps them in that role. 
Yeah. If they don't believe that that fear, um, like if they don't believe like it's not really a risk, then yeah. they like are, will keep playing this role. There's no way a protector will move out of its role yeah. if it doesn't have any kind of uh, trust or confidence that you'll be safe without it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And a lot of like common, like if, if you think of Natalie, like when we ask people this, this question or ask protectors, these questions of what are you afraid might happen? I feel like commonly it's, well, something, something really bad will happen. I don't know what it is, but something really awful will happen or I will be hurt and alone. One of the two, either a combo or I'll be really hurt. or I'll be really alone. I'll be unlovable. Um, Another thing that parts often will say is like, well, if I don't do this, then like where, like what, like what else can I do? Like, this is the only thing that I know how to do. I don't want to be kicked out of the system. I don't want to have to go away. So if I'm not doing this, then like, what else is there? Um, those are some common ones. Any others that you can think of that you hear often? Mm. Like protectors, what they'll say. Those are, I mean, yeah, those are the most common of like, yeah. you, you'll get rid of me and then I'll just, you know, vanish. Yeah. I think, you know, also being like re-traumatized um, mm-hmm. is one of like, if I don't do this, you'll repeat the past and the past mm-hmm. was awful. And so yeah. I have to stick around. Yeah. Um, Or, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's interesting because they have a lot of this, a lot of similar fears, like a lot of Absolutely. like foundational fears that just show yeah. up really differently. So, exactly. yeah. but a lot of it is like, um. Yeah, like maybe maybe even like loss of identity. Like if you stop being this person, yeah, two or four, everyone else, then what will happen to you? Yeah, who are you? Um, and yeah. so I, there's so there's so many, and essentially at the root of all of it is like you won't be okay without me. You will yeah. suffer. You'll lose something or someone or some role, or yeah. um, you won't know how to function in your life if you stop doing this thing. Like you'll fall apart, like all the things. Yeah. You'll be exposed to pain. Yeah. You can't do it without me. Yeah. And this is where it's like a few episodes back when we talk about like every part has really well intentioned, like it's never going to be like, even if a part says like, well, even like, for example, self-harming parts, right? Even if they're like, well, I have to cause harm. Otherwise, you know, it might be hard to understand how that could be like a positive intent. But usually if you, you know, okay, if you didn't cause harm, then what? Like then, you know, you might not feel any pain. And what if you didn't feel any pain? Well, then you might feel happy. And what if you felt happy? Well, then someone could come along and like destroy all that happiness. And then that would be awful. And like, we'd never recover from that. So Mm -hmm. usually like deep, deep down, there's a really positive intent. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I think, you know, what you said is something that we do with fears and concerns is we do, we, we kind of go all the way down of like, Oh, I do this because I'm afraid if if you didn't have me, you'd be alone. What would happen if you were alone? Yeah. I'd be so sad. What would happen if we were so sad? Like I, it would just overtake me. What would happen if it overtook you? Like we really keep going and we get to the root of like, and which is generally one of the like, um, like core beliefs about yeah. like the core fears of like, I'll be alone, abandoned, yeah. rejected. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so really, and I think that is also where so much of the, you know, compassion can kind of really come through is like, mm-hmm. Oh, like, of course, of yeah. course that makes sense. Like, of course you, we don't want that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Of course you're working so hard to protect, you know, Natalie, I'm just using your name. Yeah. <laughs> protecting natalie from the pain like what a wonderful thing that you are trying to do for her like that is yeah 
we're so grateful. Then we always share appreciation for the part. Like, can you let it know that you get that and how much you appreciate how hard it's trying to keep you safe and keep you well and keep you happy. Um, and then we can start to have a dialogue about what the part could needs to do to be able to soften and or what it could do instead if it didn't have to work so hard. Mm. Mm-hmm. I had a part that was like an old man professor that was like um, writing equations on the board. It was very much like a manager that was just trying to keep everything together. And I think you were actually in consultation once when this part was here, Natalie. And when he was like, can I do some like, oh, I can do something else. He's like, well, I'm going to go and collect stamps. And I'm going to sit in my room <laughs> and be a stamp collector. And it was such like an old man hobby. But he was just so excited to go and be a stamp collector, which was mm. hilarious and cute. Yeah. Like sometimes they're like, wait, like when we say like, do you like your job? They're like, no, it's no. stressful. It's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, exactly. Okay. So what, what, do, what would you rather do? And I love that. It's like, it's so sometimes creative. it's not even like, I want to protect in this way. It's like, yeah. I want to collect stamps yeah. and bring her joy <laughs> in that way. Yeah. Give her some rest. I want to go and sit on a hammock drinking a pina colada like it can be yeah. anything yeah and usually like when I'm working with clients what they'll say is it's not another role the part wants to take on it's like I want to take a nap it's rest yeah it's some version of rest yeah. yes I want to lay down mm-hmm. or go to the beach or take a nap or sit in a hammock yeah yeah, yeah. they need a vacation I want to chill yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay those are the six f's yeah I do want to say last thing is uh you can move through like anything with IFS is like, you know, you really want to use your, your own self energy and attunement or like a, yeah, intuition with your client as well. And so sometimes this can go out of order and sometimes client, like people, not just clients, sorry, I'm kind of in my therapist brain, but sometimes like people move through it really quickly and they find it and they're like, wait a minute, I know, I know who this part is and I know what it's afraid of. And you're like, whoa, okay, here we go. Yeah. And so, and sometimes it takes like, you might only get to like, you don't, you might not even finish the six thefts with that yeah, part. And so totally, totally. it varies. And sometimes you might need to like, you know, connect with it or, or ask how you, whatever, like you can, you can kind of move through it as feels right. But this is just kind of the way that yeah. like, kind of like you heard most naturally, generally yeah. you move through it uh, yes. more intuitively, but totally. yeah. Yeah. And with like really highly protective systems who've had to have a lot of protectors on board, um, you might like spend weeks or months even just like finding a part. I mean, this work oh, can be yeah. so quick or so slow and like any pace that we need to be at is correct. Like the free, the most freeing thing about this model is like there's no wrong way really to do it if you're you know if you have the information and you're and you're following um you know the general layout <laughs> you know if you have a client you know that's like I just they they can't unblend or they just are you know cannot even have the concept of what parts are like that's all normal and admit it just takes time it takes a lot of time and a lot of um validation like just yeah okay you can't feel it that's okay like that's totally fine let's just you know keep kind of exploring and it can just it can take a lot of time is what i'm mm-hmm. wanting to say or yeah. no time at all some people are like this is my first. i'll be with working with clients and they'll just be like oh yeah i see this little like tweety bird in my armpit and then like i know exactly what it's saying and i'm like have you done this before and they're like no and i'm like wow um so it's really cool Tweety bird in your armpit. Yeah, I don't know. I just made that up, but you know, <laughs> could happen. I didn't actually want to talk about someone's parts. Right. Without, I was like, you said it, and I'm like, I know that she made that up, but why would she have come up with the armpit? I was, um, um, yeah, great question. Don't know. In the armpit. Parts were leading. We won't question them. 
Um, exactly. Well, yeah. So that's a little bit on how to work with the part. Um, and so more demos, I think we have possibly on deck at some point to work with Natalie's system a little bit, do some mapping and seeing how that happens as she takes a big sigh of (laughs) (laughs) hesitation. Um, we also want to do some like role playing in the future of like, you know, how to work with someone or like what it sounds like if, you know, you never talk about parts with someone, you never let them know about IFS. Like, how could you start to parts map a little bit? And, you know, in our trainings, we do like role playing of systems that may be a little bit less um, simple, like mm-hmm. uh, systems that are a little bit more complex. So, bring some of that in here. We have so many ideas. So many. It's endless. Yeah. Just like IFS. <laughs> Just like IFS. Parts for days. Yeah. And, you know, stay tuned for maybe a few little bonus um, yes. eps, episodes here and there eps. of like eps of uh, maybe some like guided meditation feels a bit too strong, but some guided parts work. meditation. Yeah. Parts work of like <laughs> if you're struggling to do it by yourself um, yeah. and you don't really have a therapist or, you know, whatever who can help you with that, like we'll be recording some like quick, you know, five to 10 minute check ins that you can do um, to kind of be guided through working with parts. So kind of we'll sprinkle those throughout so kind of just stay tuned stay tuned and if you have anything you want us to hit let us know we're open and available to whatever might be helpful for our listeners to hear bringing the you know limited knowledge pot that we have to the table Mm. um you can find us on instagram at partsy girls pod or email which is what partsy girls pod at gmail at gmail okay Mm -hmm. we're consistent yeah we sure are (laughs) Well, thank you, Partsy people, for showing up. Yeah. Thank you to you and all your wonderful parts for tuning in. All right. We'll see see you next time. time. Bye. Bye.